0: This is Messages from the Universe with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Here, Lori delivers information from the Mastery Realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. She connects with angels, guides, ascended masters, astro beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone, to Messages from the Universe Podcast. Hello, I am Lori Wandra and thank you for listening. Like everything else, Luck is an energy. It is something that is quantifiable, not in physical, but in non-physical ways. You can quantify it physically only in terms of its physical manifestations in your life. Luck is dependent on time, place, and of course, consciousness. When you are lucky, you are in mental and emotional resonance with your surroundings. Do you believe that you are lucky? Do you believe you're unlucky? Finding money on the street may seem like a lucky break, but it might be more accurate to thank yourself. Researchers across various disciplines have attempted to decode whether there's an actual measurable aspect to luck. Many of these studies have found that what a person might perceive as luck has more to do with psychology than probability. Luck is actually just our positive attitude that keeps us open to new opportunities or being open to perceive and see patterns in random acts of chance. I'm going to go through some latest findings because I find it fascinating that there's been research and studies on luck. First, let's talk about math and statistics, the game of chance. Let's say you're flipping a coin and you just flipped four heads in a row. So the next one has to be tails, right? Right might think that, but wrong. The odds of flipping heads or tails is still 50-50, exactly the same as it has been every other time you flip that coin. But our brains are built to seek out patterns. Our brains and our humanness, we have this desire to know, to want to control, to predict, We just want to know what's going to happen next. And a major function of the brain is to deal with the uncertainty in the real world in order to find regularities. Our neurons detect these patterns naturally and pay attention to their timing. Neurons actually prefer alternating patterns. It's the brain's way of regressing to the mean to correct for patterns that seem statistically unlikely. I find that fascinating. What about lucky streaks? Well, let's say you're placing bets on a game like craps or roulette, and it's based on chance. It turns out what you're betting shifts your odds. A person who wins two bets in a row has a 50% chance of winning the next one, but a person who lost two bets in a row only has 40% chance of winning. That's math and statistics. Why? Well, according to a study published last year, people, again, fear that their bets will regress to the mean, that if they won, they're more likely to lose the next time, so they compensate for it by making safer bets each successive time. When people who've been winning take safer bets, it means they'll probably keep winning, just because they're keeping or doing safer bets. But when people have been losing, they tend to take riskier bets, to try to win, which means they actually lose more. And I find that fascinating. But then there's superstitions, such as crossing our fingers, knocking on wood. Most of us don't know where these superstitions came from, even though a lot of us practice them fairly often. But in several studies, it shows that superstitions might work, though not in the way we think they do. And here's where it gets really fascinating. In a study that was done in 2010, and it's been repeated multiple times since, golfers who were told that they were using a lucky ball performed significantly better than those that were told that they just had a normal ball. The test subjects also performed better when they were allowed to hold their lucky charm, for example, while they were taking a test or doing a problem to resolve. The researchers hypothesized that the people that had their lucky charms or believed they had a lucky object persisted longer. They felt that they were supported or that they had assistance from some other power. Hmm. I know there are helpers out there that help us. Angels, guides, loved ones. Is that superstitious that I ask my angels and guides to help? Or is it my belief that they will help me, and in that belief, there's a vibration. Luck doesn't just happen, even for people who consider themselves lucky. A study by Richard Wiseman, he's a professor in psychology at the University of Hertfordshire in England, he's done a number of studies to figure out what distinguishes a lucky person from an unlucky person. And in one study, he asked people who identified themselves as lucky or as unlucky to read a newspaper. Sounds simple, right? But on one half page of the newspaper, he wrote in very large letters, tell the experimenter you have seen this and you win 250 euro. Well, the people who said that they were lucky, they were more likely to see the ad. Wiseman also wrote that the unlucky people seemed to demonstrate more anxiety and fear, which distracted them from their powers of observation. Now, Wiseman has four principles of luck, and they all have to do with being open to new experiences, and observing opportunities as they present themselves. He believes unlucky people or people that believe that they're unlucky seem to demonstrate more anxiety, fear, and unsurety. And we know that when we talk about energy and vibration, fear, anxiety, stress, unsurety, all those emotions create a veil over what we can experience. And what about serendipity? Well, I like to believe that all things happen with purpose and opportunity, and it's up to us to discover or explore what that might be. So any chance encounters might bring about opportunity. It's really about putting ourselves out there for that chance encounter to happen. That actually is the energy for a new opportunity, but we have to believe in it and we have to be open to it and not be stressed about opportunities. March is often looked as a lucky month. We have the luck of the Irish, the shamrocks. But I want to talk about some ways that maybe can increase your ability to attract good luck maybe that's wealth for you. Maybe it's something else. If we set our minds on success and fulfillment, we can find ourselves enjoying the energy of luck in our everyday lives. So what are some tips that might shift our vibration so that we are in the vibration of luck? Well, in life, We know that we face challenges, mountains to climb, roadblocks to overcome, learnings in life. And we are told that if we just follow the correct advice, that we'll feel wonderful when we overcome the challenge. And while it is important to live in the moment and appreciate the moment, seeing ourselves where we want to be helps us continue along our path. When we paint an image, Or we visualize in our mind the outcome that we desire, we put forth an energy of attaining certain goals. By visualizing the amazing possibilities ahead, we can move forward in the present and follow the path to get to that situation or to get to that abundance. But not everyone can visualize or see what is not there. If you struggle visualizing what you'd like to see or what you'd like to have in your life, that might be an indication of a blockage or a milestone or roadblock that you need to remove. If you have the inability to actually see what you want, that's something for you to work on. You might want to start with just some pictures or some words, writing them down, saying the words, thinking them, then see if visualization can come to you at a later point let's take it a step deeper it's more than just visualizing it's actually believing that you have the ability and the frequency to visualize and then to actualize an outcome what about wearing lucky charms or gemstones to increase your luck and good fortune well to send well wishes and luck to our favorite teams we often rally around a mascot which turns out if you look up the word mascot, it takes us back to the French word mascotte or sorcerer's charm. Lucky charms and gemstones that can serve as our own personal mascot every day. Some of the great warriors, kings and queens, they had their stones or their emblems or their mascot that would bring protection and certainly luck to them. Some spiritual symbols contain powerful energy that also is believed to attract good luck. Animals like elephants with the tusk turned up and turtles signify being patient steady progress, and enlightened wisdom. The evil eye, red string, and Buddha are also symbols that offer divine protection and inspiration for us to move forward. Certain crystals also pack powerful lucky vibrations. Jade is believed to be a treasured stone since ancient times, for drawing in wealth and fortune. Pyrite and citrine, they burn that essence of light and joy to illuminate all the luck already within our midst. But it's also really the intent and the belief that you have luck or you are lucky. It's a vibration. So how do you get good luck or that vibration into your system and how do you emanate that out into the universe? Well, words are a powerful force that create or destroy. Our thoughts Come before the words, and those are vibration that go out into the world. We pray with words because we recognize how important and how powerful this expression is to help us connect with energy. We must fill our words and our thoughts with positivity because they magnify their energy in return. The universe is always listening, it's always communicating to us. If we're constantly complaining and frame our situation with negativity, or doubt, or anxiety, or fear. We can't possibly attract those things of happiness, joy, abundance, because the universe is hearing us on the vibration of fear and scarcity. You can be aware of how you use your thoughts and words And watch for some positive change. Practice mindful expressions to recognize when you need to speak with love and compassion. Speak affirmations. Believe affirmations. Believe that that elevates your confidence and vitality and tells a story of success. Replace any contemplative words such as, "Mm, I think, I might, I'll try. Replace those with, I will, I have, I am. Believe you are lucky, believe you have luck, believe that good things are in your life now or they're on their way to you. And also, just like our words and our thoughts, the space around us emits energy that can influence our ability to manifest good fortune. The ancient Chinese art of feng shui is one of the most practical solutions for how to increase your luck. I'm all about feng shui space and letting the power, the energy of the space support you so that you don't have to work so hard implementing good feng shui in your home includes decluttering what doesn't serve your intention and inviting things in that radiate positive energy important aspect of feng shui energy comes through the symbolism of growth or living things so get rid of things that aren't living dead plants if you have a clock in your house that the battery's gone dead replace the dead battery these are things that demonstrate movement and growth, but there's also crystals or things that you can bring into your home to balance, to bring harmony, success, and of course, abundance. I prefer crystals and gritting those or placing them with intent into specific places in my home. Generosity also is paramount to luck and success. The more we give to the world, the more it blesses us in return. When we release the sense of deserving something in return and simply spread love and karma with an open, willing heart, the world responds twofold. Much of the luck and abundance we realize when we work to spread good karma in the world comes from within. It allows us to reframe what we understand as success and fortune so that we can find it in the joy and shared love with others. In other words, the universe responds to us when we give without expectation of receiving. The universe really does a magical job in keeping us in balance. But I found that if there's an expectation of receiving without giving, the universe finds that out of balance with the flow of natural giving. Setting a daily intention can also help boost your vibration of luck. In the same way that daily affirmations boost our thoughts and confidence, setting daily intentions is another method for how to increase the vibration of luck. Daily intentions help us establish a pattern to follow. And each day we reset our intentions, we take steps in our progression. And remember the neurons in our brain, we look for patterns. Repetition is key. Daily intentions provide us with a routine. It helps us feel that we have control or we have a force to drive our lives. When we treat our routines as sacred rituals to invigorate our actions, it turns our daily intentions into supercharged beacons for the good fortune we desire. And tap into your intuition. We all have different ideas and thoughts on what we desire or what will fulfill our sense Abundance. The word abundance in itself will direct you to your version of what is abundance for you. Is it money? Is it rest? Is it calm? Is it friends, happiness, the amount of vacations? It's important to look within to determine what will make us feel accomplished. When we get what we want, we experience that lucky feeling. By relying on our intuition to let you know you're on the right track, you more easily flow with the universe rather than resisting it. You are forever communicating with the universe and your surroundings, and it is responding to you. So if you're conversing in the same vibration, well, that's where the universe will send back to you those messages in the sense of luck. Intuiting our success opens not just our eyes, but also our minds and hearts to accept opportunities for growth. This may seem counterintuitive when it comes to knowing how to increase your luck, but taking time to understand our mistakes can also offer incredible insight to knowing how to reach our goals. I actually don't like the word mistakes. I look at those as opportunities unlucky moments when things don't go our way or things don't go as we planned. We're pushed further from our target or so we perceive we're off track. Where in actuality, this may offer a deeper lesson that can move us forward or put us on a different path or the right path. And when we comprehend these moments as crucial steps in our journey, we can feel very lucky to have experienced some sort of challenge or some sort of redirection if we see it as a guiding insight. So maybe replacing that word mistake with the term guiding insight or opportunity might make it feel more palatable. And then practicing gratitude. An important way to invite more luck into our lives is to let lucky energy know we appreciate its presence. By practicing gratitude in our lives, we make it a habit to always feel thankful for the opportunities that are coming to us. When accomplishments are credited to luck, we sometimes forget the hard work, the faith, the hope, the positivity within ourselves of how we got there. Therefore, giving gratitude to ourselves, as well as the lucky stars, sparks our personal power. And most importantly, take action every day toward your goals. Energy is movement. And like daily intentions, this method of how to increase your luck takes it a step further. Set your intentions, yes, but don't forget to act on those goals. Create the vision boards, create the visions, create the words that you look at, but don't be afraid to act upon them. We may not receive luck in one huge big basket. Instead, by making sure our goals have some important place in our everyday lives that we can take action on, and maybe those are coming to us in inches, smaller achievements, Small steps. Maybe it doesn't feel like we're moving mountains, but in the end, you've probably made yourself much more lucky or much more on that path or that track. And practice. Take some of these ideas on how to increase your luck and go out and practice them. Fulfill your purpose. Attain your divine gifts that you're meant to be doing. Let today be your lucky day. Take the leap towards enlightenment and intention. Believe you are lucky. If you find yourself uttering the words, well, I'm never lucky in anything, stop. Begin and change those words to say I'm the luckiest person in the world. The concept of luck has been infused in our culture for hundreds, if not thousands of years. It's Influences ranges from ancient rituals people performed before maybe sailing, before they would plant a crop, something to appease the gods or the heavens. Today, you might see casino players kissing a pair of dice before they throw them, except these minor, more selective superstitions. However, the more general concept of luck has tangled itself around our everyday life in ways perhaps we don't even notice. Phrases that we use as luck would have it, or, oh, you're so lucky, or beginner's luck, are just some of the phrases that we use in our everyday language. Without thinking too much about their meaning, they just spew out of our mouth. So what is luck? Well, if you look in Webster's, it's defined as loosely, as purposeless, unpredictable, and uncontrollable force that shapes events favorably or unfavorably for an individual group or cause. But it's actually a vibration. It's a belief. And there is a way that we can bring that vibration of luck and belief and hope into our lives? Do you still have a belief that some people are luckier than others? You might have wondered it yourself. Some people seem like life hands them everything that they need, while others seem to be struck by bad luck every single step they make. Well, this question was raised by Richard Wiseman when he decided to research luck and why some people appeared luckier in their everyday life than others. And according to his results, luck has nothing to do with it. Statistically, lucky people are always open to new experiences, which makes them more able to detect new opportunities in their everyday life. The so-called unlucky ones, however, are so focused on something very specifically that they want, that they miss lots of unrelated opportunities that would prove very beneficial to them. They might, for example, look through newspapers determined to find only certain types of job advertisements, and as a result, miss all other types of job opportunities. Also, unlucky people are statistically more tense than lucky people. Wiseman's research identified four core characteristics that lucky people possess that help them achieve more in their life. And these are creating or noticing chance opportunities, decision-making based on intuition, creating self-fulfilling prophecies through positive expectations, and adopting a resilient attitude. Those are pretty powerful thoughts and beliefs, and if you adopt them, I can totally see why you'd fall into or move into that space of being lucky. I also love the experiments that have been placed over time Darren Brown, he was an entertainer, illusionist, and acclaimed hypnotist. And he filmed this entire process where he established a small town's dog statue as lucky. And then he monitored the changes to people's reactions, as well as their personal luck, meaning the degree to which each of them searched for possibility and opportunities. And this statue still exists in Edinburgh, Scotland. You can see people stop to touch the lucky dog statue or have their photo taken with him. Just the thought of touching an object can bring you luck. And last year, while I was on retreat to Norway, we visited the park, Vigeland Park in Oslo, and has over 200 sculptures in granite, bronze, and wrought iron. It was installed probably in the time frame of 1940 to 1949. And the statues all represent different stages of life for men, women, and children. On the bridge, you'll find one famous statue called the Angry Boy. And we couldn't get near this statue because as tradition, to touch the statue brings luck to you or it heals your inner child. And you could see on the statue, his toes and his fingertips had been touched so much that you could see a color distortion between his fingers and toes and the rest of the statue. And yes, I too hung upside down and kissed the Blarney Stone in Ireland to gain the gift of gab. And in Milan, There's a mosaic of the coat of arms of the three capitals of the kingdom of Italy. And in the center of a Galleria, One of them is the bull from Turin, coat of arms. And per Milan tradition, if you put your right heel on the bull's balls and spin three times, it will bring you good luck. And we look at the planets. Jupiter has generally been associated with good luck and bounty, optimism and growth, including mental and spiritual growth. On the upside, Jupiter is associated with a sense of humor and goodwill, and of course, Abundance. And maybe you have a favorite number or a lucky number. Eights are believed to be lucky in a lot of cultures. But what is most powerful is for people to choose to call luck the result of being open to opportunity. Something that comes down to vibration, frequency, attitude, and not simply by happy accidents. Luck is not a faceless force striking down some random people while it benefits only a few chosen ones. It proves to be a personal quality and a right that each and every single one of us have. So instead of being on guard for other people envying us and giving us bad energy, we should enjoy life to its fullest With all the disguised opportunities it hides. Believe that you are lucky. Believe that the universe brings to you the opportunities to experience the abundance of life. And remember, it's not our job to figure out how the universe will deliver those dreams and those abundant things we might dream about. It's up to us to keep believing that they will manifest in perfect divine timing. I'd like to thank you for listening today. I'm Lori Wundra, sending the energy of peace, love, and joy out to all of you. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe podcast with Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. For current events or to schedule a private session with Lori, please visit yourlifecore.com.